0: That's, <laughs> that's not too bad. <laughs> that's quite good. That's
1: good. You broke up a little bit, uh, but I got, I got. Yeah, it. our
0: signal is—we're uh, double punchline. We're doing. I'm uh, um, remote recording. I'm out in the field.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm doing the and and what do you call it when you're in the field and bedded with the natives to do your research?
0: Whoa! Do you see those lights? What? the the disco huh? done at the and the pool is getting exciting. Uh I thought that I thought that's what Hopefully that you can't hear it very much it. but um I certainly can. Well, it's
1: it's a nice little background yeah. when you're talking rather than hear what you're saying I listen to the music and move a little bit. Right, exactly. Then you when know. I come back I say, "Oh man, you're grooving. Oh man
0: or something like that. So, Let move on. Dennis, my man, how have you been this past two weeks?
1: Doing good, doing good. Reached a, reached a major milestone uh, recently. Uh, one is uh, all but packed for the trip to the Salmon River to meet my brothers and brother number five, Tom, and brother seven and eight, Rick, nice. and the Cowboy. For our annual Salmon River Fisher Trip.
0: Excellent. Every October. It's a milestone.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, September. in this case, the last day of September. Nice. And the other milestone that leads to a, a an episode for the evening that you're choosing is that I finally finished Blood Meridian, and I found the passage yes. for our McCormick... McCarthy Corner.
0: Cormac McCarthy Corner. Later in the show. Awesome. Later in the I show. I can't wait to get into that corner.
1: Later in the show, yes. I want to give you images that will keep you up for days at a time.
0: That's just what I need, uh, traveling, you know.
1: It's just, it's just what he intends. Just what he intends. So here you are. So. Uh, You're in in a, a well-lit hotel room. You've got a view of the Mediterranean. Indeed. There's a band being set up outside. The, the you have disco music coming from the heated pool that's in the room next to you. Yes. And what's new with me? Oh, I went to the store twice this week.
0: Wow.
1: I, I bought some oil for my mower. I mowed both lawns. Well done. Oh, I I did the dishes like six times. Oh, and what did I do? Oh, I went to Farm Aid. Went to Farm Aid in Noblesville, Indiana.
0: Did you know? With a
1: surprise guest, you know about. Yes. Which was crazy. How was that? A surprise guest at Farm Aid. It was nuts. It was 22,000 people in a place that held 22,000 because it was sold out. Wow. And it's this auditorium in, inside cover that has a cover for 8,000 seats. Right? 8,000 seats are out of the weather. And then another 12,000 seats are on blankets and grass on a a downhill slope toward the stage. Right. And because of our, our wonderful timing, wonderful timing, we were about the 20th in line, and we sat center stage on the grass three rows back as blankets go awesome. and our that's chairs, the perfect our spot low chairs and above our head but not enough to have to crane our neck was the centerpiece Robotron Wow among five that were there jumbo so we get to see the small stage right and the people on it. you can see them moving of course since your brain is right. knowing you know what they're wearing and exactly what they look like when you look in long distance, it's go it back. It feels like you can see right. them. You can see them better. Right, exactly. Right? Isn't that cool? Or imagine yeah, them better yeah. in this case. But when you lay, sit back in your chair, you're at, I just watched the Robotron and just glanced down a bunch.
0: Jumbotron. The lineup
1: was crazy. Crazy.
0: Huh? Jumbotron?
1: Jumbotron. Not Robotron. Big screen. Yeah. Jumbotron. Yeah, because it's jumbo. And
0: uh, Yeah, I saw, I looked at so, some of that lineup. I didn't memorize it all, but uh, it looked pretty amazing.
1: Well, the... It, Uh, uh, just a couple of highlights and then there's a lot more to talk about musically including the surprise guest. Um, But when Dave Matthews came out, a man, a guitar, and a mic and was joined by guitarist Tim Reynolds on a mic'd up acoustic guitar.
0: Yep, they are amazing.
1: Two men and two guitars played five tunes that were some of the best music I've ever heard in my life, amongst Matt, much right.
0: I don't know if you know this, but, but right I'm, up there, like I'm a pretty huge Dave Matthews fan. Like I've been to several of his concerts, and I own all of his albums. I do know that. And I do know
1: that. I, I remember that now. And that
0: you Tim it, yeah. and Tim Reynolds, uh, what what those two can do together is unbelievable. Uh, it's amazing. It's yeah, fantastic. That's that's great to hear that you were uh, so impressed.
1: that and as if that ain't enough up comes uh, Bob Weir from the Grateful Dead nice with his new band the Wolves the Wolf Pack and boy they should really be called the, just the Weir playing Wolves Grateful Dead Yeah. shouldn't they be Not called the guitar? barefooted barefooted with with what's that they should be
0: called the Weir Wolves
1: Well, yeah, I, I thought so too, but I think it's implied. I think that's as close as they got. Okay, well. Maybe they are. I don't think so. They don't, they don't agree with us. But he's in these kind of ragged-looking cut-off pants that are calf-high, so pantalones, and and barefoot. And he's just playing the shit out of this guitar and leading it. And, uh, and, uh, then... Out comes frickin' uh, John Mellencamp, hello, with his full band. Nice. Hasn't played in Indiana where he's from for 15 to 20 years, he said. Wow. And he was dressed in his painter's coveralls that... Of course. He's a painter most of the time, um, now, rather than a rock and roll guy, singer, whatever. Is he? Yes, and quite accomplished. You should see his stuff. It's it's it's, it's He's an
0: artist. He's fun. not he's not Something painting. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not painting artist. houses. I should have
1: said that would be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Young. So he comes out and does like his hits, you know. Yep. And the band is tighter than shit, and he's just chewing away on his gum and snap at his fingers to the band. He's kind of a nonchalant performer. Not uh, energetic like, uh, you know, uh, Bruce Springsteen is exciting to watch. Right. You know, he's exciting to watch the way he moves. He's such an entertainer. Mellencamp is, and I'm sure this has been said about, I'm sure I'm not the first, but kind of laid back, but, sound, you know, music couldn't be beat.
0: Well. Wow.
1: And, uh, so, <laughs> So we're in these low chairs and they can't be more than nine inches off the ground. And I said to Nikki, We'll see how strict they are on that. On the grass, over uh, 12, probably 10, 11,000 people in the grass met most with chairs. Not a one was over nine inches off the ground. <laughs> Total compliance. Well, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. There was bars and beer everywhere. You couldn't walk. 15 feet and be the first or second person in a line to get a beverage. Nice. Huge, long bars, just all over the place. Built in bathrooms, not porta potties. Huge, enormous. Stand after stand after stand of American grown food. And I went to the pork sausage ham steak. Hell, yes, you did. Sandwich place and ate two different, ate the the brats and ate the, uh, ate the, uh, some other oh god it was great pork chop poke chop, poke chop. and uh, uh, te- uh you know Mexican places and a vegetarian place and sandwiches and you name it burgers and while there were lines I've been to places with lines I've been right. to jazz fest I mean you are talking fucking lines right or don't Crowded can't move it this anytime you were moving you were moving you were taking little steps, which I needed, because the beer flowed freely. And I will tell you this is is something you may have never been able to hear from my face. I drank IPAs and enjoyed them all night. Wow. Why? That's all they
0: had. Yeah. Welcome to New America. And I was
1: faced with it. By the time I was done with my first one, I said, "You know what? I can live with this." <laughs> and, and, and again and again. But anyway, after like eight of them, probably and. My wife and maybe six were there. At doors open at noon. Music starts with uh, American natives uh, dancing and singing uh, with drum instrumentation, welcoming people to the land. Nice. And uh, talking about farming and their, their their role in propagation and teaching that, all that. And It was a great way to open things up. And they brought out this guy from Indiana with a six-piece band, just just came out and killed it for five songs i've never heard of the guy I to look up his name but you can see it easy enough but it was so good and then after another after another after another so
0: boy, that's a tough uh, crowd to open for uh, one camp right like can you imagine opening for all of these huge stars
1: i I, apparently i i i i think that he he wasn't he couldn't be happier we couldn't be happy And they had uh, three black uh, acoustical musicians come up, two women and a, and a man. And he was a countryish uh, kind of fantastic singer. And I, didn't, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I wondered why aren't the women playing their guitars? And then discovered after the, his set, his, his two songs I think he started with, he unplugged his guitar and handed the plug to his neighbor. And I'm thinking, Maid's only got one hookup, one guitar. What's, what happened here? You know, but and it was the whole three-person set like that. Huh. And it was just because the close-ups on the Jumbotron were, Jumbotron were close-ups of who were singing. Right. It wasn't all that notable that there were, two-thirds of the stage was sitting there. You know, humming along, listening, glor, glor- glorifying in it. You know, glorying right. in it. Uh, but, uh, but, but but that was was great when we came out and sang and, and played a, a, a clarinet and a flute
0: Wow! and it was like
1: one after another so I go I'm getting, we're kind of getting to the end of the night we got Neil Young's coming up and Mellencamp's done and I go and get about my 6th, 7th beer if not more and for the <laughs> first time I look at the thing I'm signing up yep. until that time, the only thing I cared to see was the twenty percent tip mark, and I and that's all I looked at. So right. And my squiggled my name. Well, about six, seven beers or so into it, I discovered that each time I bought two beers with the tip included was thirty four dollars. Holy fuck! <laughs> so it appears I've spent about three hundred fifty bucks on beer.
0: Where is <laughs> Is a lot of that going to and, help the farmers? Well, well, I'm sure there's a
1: percentage that's published, and I, and I don't really mind it. I I sign for every one. I mean, they didn't Jesus. put a gun to my head. But I said, I said, am I really paying thirty four dollars every time I do this? She said, yes, sir. And I said, well, that seems like a lot. I said, why is that? She said, well, that voodoo IPA you're drinking is like sixteen dollars. <laughs> and I hammered them. You You can't just get a fucking. And it was the tall boy. Yeah. It was the tall boy. Yeah. You know, um,
0: uh, but. But you can't just get a cheap lager anymore, right? Everything is special. They had all sorts. They all had artisanal. They had Bud and Bud Light and Corona. Ah, okay. So you could have. You could have gotten cheaper. You just. Oh no, uh, no, no! I couldn't.
1: You're a fancy prick. I'd go as you can see. I went to an IPA. Yes. Before I went the other direction. Okay. I'm not going to drink some swill, tight-ass little pilsner that looks like it's fucking paler than my fucking urine. Um, anyway, so uh, the after uh, after Neil Young knocks out five tunes, you know. And a great song list, and everybody was like giving the crowd what they wanted. Right. I mean, you know, they were doing their.
0: That's what their shows are for. Thing. Yeah.
1: And they're getting next is Willie Nelson. Right. But there's something different going on, and instead of having the big jumbotron screen, and and I must say behind the musicians was a screen. That screen was three stories high sure
0: yeah and 200 feet long yep
1: the 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 people look to be like little ant people in front of it right of all farm related uh, land related uh portraits okay flowers and, and sunflowers and barns and barn doors and great places in the country and windmills and they had a windmill up that was stark it was just black and white. You couldn't see the stage. It was dark. Yep. They kept the windmill up, but the Jumbotron didn't say, like the other ones did, coming up next. Right. And when they said Neil Young, we're like, oh, well, Neil's coming up. Let's get a beer. And it, and it didn't say up next Willie Nelson. And so I wondered a little bit. And I said something to Nikki, and the stage stayed dark. And uh, then all of a sudden, this band starts, and all the lights go up. And I look at the Jumbotron. <laughs> I look at the stage, which is so far away, but I look at the jumbotron and I say, "Holy fuck, that's Bob Dylan!" Wow. No introduction. No nothing on the jumbotron. It's Bob Dylan, and he's playing with the with the uh, with uh, a, a Tom Petty's band, the Heartbreakers, that he nice. quickly pulled together. Uh, it was, you know, it's, I, I read the backstory. I sent you the backstory, in fact. Uh, the, the it's, it's been known and there's this great story how often of does Dylan showing up somewhere for a practice
0: how often does he perform
1: and they weren't sure he was gonna come and they had rehearsed five of his songs you know guessing what they would be including Maggie's farm which of course anyone would know he would play right. but, you know so they really put some time into that and uh As it turns out, that is one of them that they played. But there's Bob Dylan, and for the first time in years, he's got a guitar in his hand. Wow. He hasn't played guitar in public in forever. He's been playing piano forever. And it's been a, when you read the very hot, and very cold critiques of his recent concert, people talk about that, that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he's playing guitar and he's playing the old hits, which he doesn't do that anymore. Right. He, 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 he's, he turned everything electric years ago, and he loves to change up the pace and and change the the whole tempo. And this guy who who's widely quoted in this article I sent you, who's who's the guy the one of the main uh, uh, musicians with him, is saying how so when they got there. They didn't know what he would change or what he would do because they knew that he was a guy who liked to change things up. And so they listened to him and they did they guessed and kind of figured out what he meant and then they did it because he said so. Right. And the guy said, You love this quote. The guy said, This is the first time in my career that because of directions I was getting about music that I wondered out loud what is the meaning of genius holy shit is, is that a great quote
0: what is the meaning of genius is that a great quote that's our episode title right there And
1: uh, so, so one of the things that happened now I'm watching this right and I'm, I'm seeing him play guitar he's singing just great he's sitting down after the first song he looks quite old because he is in fact quite old and uh, the band is just Knocking it out And the guy who Is the guy who I think Was widely quoted in the article Is the lead guitar player I think it's him He would be the one That was running the band Right Because Dylan's not And uh, at, when it came time To the end of the song He would step forward Have a word with Bob And Bob would make note of it Right And then they would uh, And then it, Dylan might make a, a, a arm thing To say this is it And be done with <laughs> Well, when they were singing their last song, uh, I want to say, let, let there be light or let the, shine, the light shine in or some such shit, yep. um, I saw the guy go up to Dylan, and I said, well, here it is, and Dylan looked at him and hit his guitar harder and ended up playing a solo guitar and singing. For another, a whole other verse and chorus. Wow! And uh, and and as soon as he started doing that, I knew what had happened. I'm watching for those signals. You know, having infrequently been on a stage, but just watching Dylan yep. so closely on the jumbotron. I mean, it was it was he was 40 feet tall in front of me, just a headshot. You could see every you know every move that he made. And as soon as the dude of the guitar. Understood it, which was almost instantaneously, he backed up and the band just really what? went into it. And he says afterwards, the, 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 the interviewer says to the dude, well, what about all that? Was that unscripted? He said, absolutely. He said, and it's the kind of thing that we're always ready for. He did it at rehearsal, but at rehearsal, he could explain it. Here, we just had to follow it. Here we just had to follow. That's so good, and uh, it was so much fun.
0: Yeah, I will definitely and, put uh, the the, it, the link you sent me in the into the show notes. I, I think that.
1: Yeah, and then after that, uh, and then after that, Willie and family came up, including his son. I want to say is uh, uh, Jake Nelson, or maybe Jason Nelson, who I'd seen earlier in the show. He came out and they they played. Uh, we sat for three songs before we got so cold. and... And, and we're a little concerned about traffic that we left uh, just before he was finished. And, right. uh, and the place was so well organized, Eric, so well organized. Easy in, easy out, stand in line, go through the thing, grab your seat, and the run from the stair, we were all waiting for noon at the bottom of a staircase. Right. Concrete staircase. Yep. And on either side, there was a building at the top, which is a, a, a place for people to sit, a VIP Center stage, way up high, paths going to either side, the right field or the left field of the grass, which I didn't know how big it was. To much shock, when the noon hits, everyone is running, running up the stairs and running with their blankets flowing in the air. And my wife, who is still gimping a bit from her her, her, uh, her knee uh, incident, said, go ahead, I'll find you. So I jogged like an old man can do. And it was quite a scene that the first hundred, then two hundred, then three hundred, and all, then thousands of people filled up the grass, yep. one layer of blankets at a time. Awesome. And we were there early enough and fortunate enough to be, as I said, like three blanket rows back. There was a woman, I should have taken a picture, but it would have been rude. She had to save a space for her mate with the blanket. So she laid out on the grass where her blanket would go, spread arms wide, <laughs> as long as she could be, and just close her eyes. She was there a while before her friend got there <laughs> with the blanket. I thought it was it was commitment, good planning, and quite creative.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is my area. This 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 is me.
1: And we were next to people who were friendly and That's very cool. And we, we, I literally had to walk through three people and a step down to get to the corridor, right. which separated the grass from the yep, yep, yep. uh, coveted, uh, covered area, which was. I, and I'm guessing at these numbers. If there were 22,000 people there, that cover had to hold eight to ten. Sure. It was row after row after row. I mean, the stage was a little teeny thing. It was the venue venues I've ever been in, and, and and interestingly, built for this purpose. Huh. Built for these concerts. They have holding in the Ru- the Ruif, the Ruoff, Roa. Ru- what? Roa Ruof Center. Ruoff Music Center, <laughs> Noblesville, Indiana. Their lineup of the year is. I'll put a link to a it. who's who of all. Uh, the biggest uh, names. Forms of of, of modern. Uh, popular music, just amazing, and I've, I've never been in a setup that was better. Never. Better. Everything's built in.
0: Well, maybe they'll book us for an episode of of the podcast. Uh, yeah. with Twenty five thousand yeah. people.
1: Good. There's more though. <laughs> so uh, tell me, tell me about the Mediterranean. Did you go? Did you have your? Uh, your after-hours uh, party that you always look forward to. So
0: first, I went to the Adriatic uh, last week. I was in Croatia. Uh, oh, that's the one. And that is the one that has amazing after-parties. And uh, yes, the normally with with these conferences, they um, the organizers will put together a dinner for all the speakers, like the night before the conference starts, Yeah. so we can all get to know each other and, and hang out and stuff. Uh, but in Croatia, they had a speaker dinner all three nights that they organized and they bust us to, and it was all paid for, and uh, the first night was at a winery with just unlimited mm, local wines. Wine and uh, there was beer too. (laughs) Makes sense. Uh, And go figure. And just really great. And then they had these, uh, and then during the two for the two days of the conference, uh, in the evenings they had an after party that was for all the attendees as well as the the speakers. But the speakers, holy cow! But the speakers got this is after our our nice uh, wine laden dinner. Uh, we, would go, we would be bused to this venue where they had like a DJ. and um, in this we got access to this special VIP speaker section where they gave us um, when we first got in, they gave us all one drink voucher. And uh, you know, I went up uh, with all the attendees and I, I, I got my drink and then I went over to the VIP speaker section. And in the VIP speakers section, they had figured out one drink voucher. That's kind of lame. So they had a bucket full of ice and like bottles of rum and and anything that you could want to mix together, uh, just wide open. In the section. Yeah, in this little private section. In the section. Yeah, and so it was just fantastic. and like royalty, you you were treated like indeed literally indeed like royalty. And then on the second night, uh, it was at a bar, but they um, but they gave us like a fucking deck of of uh, drink passes. So, like we had like twenty drink passes, so it was the, the drinks were yeah. The the drinks were how uh, did your talk were light. My talk was fine. With all. With all of that, with all of that, how did you talk? So my talk was Slur? my my talk was the the last slot of this of the second of and the, the of the final day, which is the least attended time period. Um, but
1: also, where they try to put what they hope is the biggest draw.
0: Potentially, yes. Generally
1: speaking, you try to do something at the end, yeah, that will counter that,
0: and it doesn't usually. Yeah, maybe it can. Yeah, so. Sure.
1: If it were Frank Sinatra, they'd stay.
0: I'll tell myself that. I mean, you walked out on Willie Nelson, so... Uh, But the... It was fine. It's not my favorite... It's not the talk I'm most passionate about. I'd given it once before, and I knew how to give it, and it was not very well attended. Is it the one I saw? I don't know. The one I saw? Probably not. Showed the stage being set up, and you were standing
1: with a computer in front of you, and you were showing them how to program. I mean... There was a
0: logic. Of that's making a form. No, not that. Not that one. Um, but it, it it was fine. I had some friends attend, and I had one person say, "Hey, that was there was an I, re, I really had an aha moment there at one point, and I was like, "Oh, okay, great. That's, that's what you want to hear." But, uh, it was just it was just good. So, let the previous year, I may have mentioned they had a. Uh, they had this beer vending machine that would uh, you had to you had to pass your, your your credit card, but they charged you like twenty cents and they and they poured you out a pint for twenty cents. It's like it's like why are you even charging? Uh, yeah, well it got because it's probably the lowest. But this this year they didn't have that. Instead one of the sponsors had um, if you, you had to wait in line, and when you got to the front of the line, you had to show them that you were clicking follow on LinkedIn to their brand, and then they would give you a bracelet, and then you could just have unlimited beer uh, from then on. Which is like, that's one way to get followers. Uh, but sure. it was. That'll work. It was, it was good. I have. Uh, over the years, I have a bunch of friends that I, that I meet at these places, and a lot of my friends were there. And it was just a good old time which had by all.
1: I'll bet. And then uh and then the travel by
0: air. And then I flew to Oh so on the way on the way there I only had two flights. I flew to Munich and then to Croatia. On the way back I had three planes and four flights. So my first flight was domestic within Croatia on a fucking prop plane. Uh and we landed, and I had to stay in the plane because then we took off again, and we went to another place in Croatia, and then from there I had two more flights. Uh, oh lord! So it was a long way home, but it, it was right. worth it.
1: Not home, but but to where you are. No,
0: no, I went home for five days, and then uh, oh
1: god, it's been so it has been. It's, it's been, been two, two weeks, weeks
0: and so then today I got up at five a.m to drive no, I, 5.30 we left at 6, got to the airport at 7, my flight left at 8 and I landed did at Did your nine. neighbor
1: take you to the airport?
0: No, sadly, uh, he was not working today, so uh, my wife had to uh, but I got to the hotel at like 10am and they were like, your room's not ready uh, we'll, we'll hold on to your to your luggage for you, but you need to come back in a couple hours, it's like okay, fine. So I got some work done, and uh, and then tomorrow I have almost nothing to do because the conference doesn't start until the, the following day. Uh, so I can edit this tomorrow. And uh,
1: and why are you there so early then? Is there a pre-meeting or something? Uh. Why are you there a day early?
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh. So tomorrow, there's a bunch of workshops. There, uh, some of the speakers also give like courses, and I've done that before, but uh, this time I'm not. But I, I don't know. I just wanted to come early, and I'm, f- I'm friends with the organizers. You wanted
1: to come when the conference started,
0: right? And I'm, I'm friends with the organizers. And it starts to. It, well, and I'm, I'm one of the cheapest uh, people that they get because I'm domestic in Spain. Because um, I'm I'm in Spain you know. now,
1: and they have to pay for your travel. Yeah,
0: they pay for my travel, but it's so you're ch- but it's like seventy bucks or something was my flight.
1: Oh, oh, oh. So,
0: like, yeah. And they're flying some people in from fucking California, so it's different. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, and so I had lunch. So are, you, and,
1: are you going in? You going into the sea?
0: Will you be swimming tomorrow? I think I just might. It's, it's not super novel because I live near a nice beach, but uh, I think I will. Still. And Still. I had lunch and dinner today with <laughs> some good friends. After all,
1: after all, it is just the Mediterranean.
0: Yeah, you know, med life. After all, I mean, yeah, I might. I mean, Mediterranean, Adriatic. And so there's this Whatever. huge disco party down three floors down by the pool with all these flashing yeah, lights. it's a little
1: background music.
0: So you, you do hear a little, a little okay. little background music. But it, uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, not, not not distracting, not distracting. Well. So, uh, what a, what a, uh, what a trip, man. Kalamazoo has, uh, gotten some rain, and, uh, the grass is lush. Nice. The leaves are starting to change. In fact, uh, we're getting some oranges and reds. And, uh, fishing trip is coming. And um, it's that
0: time of year, man. I have it's a question for you. Year,
1: and uh-huh.
0: When you travel, what, what, do you use the mini-fridge? The mini-bar in the hotel room? Where? In the hotel room, there's a, often a little uh, fridge with with drinks.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, historically, no, not much.
0: Yeah, I, I never do either, but it, it's sitting here.
1: One time I did. One time I think me and another guy emptied it, <laughs> drank everything in it, and ate everything. It was like 230 bucks or something.
0: Yeah, like... Uh, yeah, that was a while There's ago. a can of I beer had, in there, but I think it might I'm be one of the now, $40 ones.
1: <laughs> I'm in a man's barn that the top top of it has been transformed into apartment, a three-bedroom apartment. And underneath it, it's still pretty much kind of a barn. In fact, we call it the barn, but it's also called uh, Pond View Lodge, which is interesting because the beautiful pond, that there is a view of it, it's behind the house, and the back of the house only has two little windows. (laughs) So there's not really much to Pond View. You would think a big picture window there, but. Yeah. Yeah. They could be sued, they would lose. False advertising. No, that's natural. <laughs> Wonderful people. And we because we're out in the country and far from the house, we can hoot and holler as much as we want. Nice.
0: We do. I'm, I'm, you hoot and holler? Can't imagine.
1: Yeah. These, well, me, imagine me and three brothers from the same mother. <laughs> wow. I can't. And two other guys, brothers with different mothers. And uh, when we start playing... Uh, 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 what's the game with the with the quarters? Um, left, right, center.
0: Yes, with I remember that. Guys.
1: Left, right, center. Three quarters on the table. Throw the die. The dice. They're either. Uh, yes. There's three. There's
0: dice. an L, S, C or a left, R. right,
1: center. They got L's or R's or C's on them or blanks. Yes, Blank I remember that. Dot. You roll it. And whatever the dice tell you to do, you do. So if it rolls R-R, you take two of your quarters and shove them to the guy on the right. Right. If it says L-R-C, you don't have any quarters left. One goes right, one goes left, one goes to the center. Everybody screams out, first blood! Because (laughs) you don't win until everyone's quarters are in the center except for yours. Nice. That's how you win. So the back and forth, back and forth, and if you don't have any quarters in front of you, you don't roll. Right. If you have one I remember quarter that. in front, but then, but then you, you, but then you can out.
0: get a quarter because your your neighbor might have to give you one.
1: You got nobody, and I've won games where I'm sitting there with no quarters. Yep. There's two guys, one on the, either side of me. One rolls right, one rolls left. I end up with three quarters and win.
0: Yep. It's just that you know. Yeah, I
1: remember playing. And they got to move around the table.
0: So I remember playing that and left, right, center. Yeah, and and realizing. But so five loud, loud, crazy screaming
1: men. Yeah. You know, screaming for what they want. The other guy to roll. <laughs> love, laugh, laugh. Yeah, I remember.
0: Hell, I remember hell, that, hell. and realizing that it was just all luck based. It's just pure.
1: It was 100% luck. Yeah. 100% as they say, the roll of the dice. Indeed. But But still fun. This band of men, this band of men that I described, uh, all but one playing, and I won nine times in a row. Again. And everyone, they wanted to kill me. (laughs) I hit them. I had so much fun, <laughs> and I just... They kept having to cash in their dollars. I had so many piles of dollar bills, reporters' pile of Nice. I didn't stack it. I just let it spread out all over the table. <laughs> and they couldn't believe it. What a prick. It was like the Buffalo Bills losing four Super Bowls in a row. You just don't believe
0: it. Very nice.
1: Oh, man. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun.
0: I As had always. a... I had a weird thing happen last weekend where I uh, went with my family to a nearby town where they were having a festival commemorating one time 200 years ago when, uh, when a, the king of Spain like got off, got off their boat in, in that town. Crazy things that Europeans do. Uh, but the, uh, I, I reached out to a friend that lives in that town, and we, I said, hey, are you are you out? You want to get together? And he was like, yeah. And so we met up at this at this bar or restaurant place, and we had a we had a drink, and then we we're like, are you hungry? Should we get something to eat? And we're like, yeah. And he said, last time I was here, I had this this nice little mixed platter of uh, seafood, but it's just a, like a small. Like, like a frying pan of, of seafood, like they actually call it a frying pan. Um, and it was there on the menu, it was 20, 20 bucks. And we're like, yeah, I, I like could, I could share one of those. So we ordered this and uh, there was some miscommunication because the waiter thought that we had ordered a $150, Seafood platter with this huge, pl- two huge plates full of shrimp and crabs and and they brought clams. it out and and, and, and we were sitting there waiting out? and they and they brought they brought this huge fucking thing out and we were like boy that looks really good and so we fucking ate it all we 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 weren't that hungry but it was just all this amazing freshly cooked shrimp and and um, you ended up
1: paying for it.
0: And we, we paid for it and, Right, I mean, but, they
1: didn't say it Wrong order, you might as well eat it
0: Well, we were confused Because we were like, is this When they brought the first Big platter, we were like, that's bigger than We expected, but man It smells good Let's, let's eat some of it And then we finished that platter and they were like, hold on We'll bring the second one, and we are like, what uh, Anyway It was A memorable was experience what was like it? What
1: were some of the dishes? The
0: it's a sh- shrimp, uh,
1: sh- lots of jumbo raw? shrimp. I mean, not raw, but uh,
0: boiled. Uh, grilled most of it, um, or wow. yeah, you know, and grilled and crab legs. So and some of the stuff was hot. Crab. It was all super hot. Like you could barely touch it. Oh, it was all hot. I'm, I was pictured it on ice. No, no, no. Like oysters and crabs. No, no, shells. no. no. Uh, and and clams and stuff and uh, and it was fantastic like you have you have to peel it so you get all you get all filthy but uh, it was it was amazing and we had a bottle of wine and it was just yeah, lovely I do that. So just one of those accidents. Cool. Is it time to go to the corner? You know. I just I just
1: started thinking and I was thinking these long complicated thoughts and I thought I think it's time for the Karmic <laughs> the cosmic Cormac McCarthy Corner. Yes. Bring it. Now I wanna tell you this background that these group of men who became organized under payment from the U.S. government to capture the scalps of Indians who were causing havoc in Mexico okay. and so they put together a small army of men you know such as they were including a young boy from Tennessee which the book is about okay. and he ends up with this band of men and they're riding and they're having just, you know, unbelievable uh, travel uh, destinations and the description of the desert and the mountains and whatnot. And um, they saw this dust coming over the the hill and they they wondered what it was. And they said, well, it looks like a sandstorm is coming, whatever, and they realized that it wasn't that at all, but it was horses and mules that were on a rampage. And then they noticed that there were people on horses droving them and driving them over the the desert. Yep. And um, this is what he says. Okay. The lattermost of the drovers were now coming through the dust, and the captain was gesturing and shouting. The ponies had begun to veer off from the herd, and the drovers were beating their way toward this armed company met with on the plane. Already you could see through the dust on the ponies' hides, the painted chevrons and the hands, and rising suns and birds and fish of every device, like the shade of old work through sizing on a canvas. And now too, you could hear above the pounding of the unshot hooves, the piping of the quena, Flutes made from human bones, and some among the company had begun to saw back on their mounts, and some to mill in confusion. When up from the off side of those ponies, there rose a fabled horde of mounted lancers and archers, bearing shields bedtight with bits of broken mirror glass that cast a thousand unpeased suns against the eyes of their enemies a legion of horribles hundreds in number half naked or clad in costumes attic or biblical or wardrobed out of a fevered dream with the skins of animals and silk finery and pieces of uniform still tracked with the blood of prior owners coats of slain dragoons "'Frogged and braided cavalier jackets, "'one in a stovepipe hat, "'and one with an umbrella, "'and one in white stockings "'and a blood-stained wedding veil, "'and some in headgear or crane feathers "'or rawhide helmets that bore "'the horns of bull or buffalo, "'and one in a pigeon-tailed coat "'worn backwards and otherwise naked, "'and one in the armor of a Spaniard conquistador, "'the breastplate and pauldrons, "'deeply dented with old blows of mace or sabre, done in another country by men whose very bones were dust and many with their braids spliced up with the hair of other beasts until they trailed upon the ground and their horses ears and tails worked with bits of brightly colored cloth and one whose horse's whole head was painted crimson red and all the horsemen's faces gaudy and grotesque with daubings like a company of mounted clowns death hilarious all howling in a barbarous tongue and riding down upon them like a horde from a hell more horrible yet than the brimstone land of christian reckoning screeching and yammering and clothed in smoke like those vaporous beings in regions beyond right knowing where the eye wanders and the lip jerks and drools yes oh my god said the sergeant
0: That is some That's fucking like prose. Two sentences, bro. Yes. I, I was I was something? counting I was is counting the periods. Something? I was counting the periods. It there, yeah. were, there were exactly three. Wow. There were three. That's like and four pages. There are
1: scenes like this. There it's it's uh it's page and a half. Okay. Uh, it's about a full page actually. But uh, but this is this is where when I read it, I just stamped my feet with joy. Like a company of mounted clowns, death hilarious, all howling in a barbarous tongue and riding down upon the horde, like from a hell more horrible, on and on. <laughs> I, and there are several like this. I've got to take it back to the library. But, that is uh, so good. it's And the ending, the ending... I have to study about it. It is so fucking bizarre, unknown to me, unclear. In his masterpiece, in his masterpiece, McCarthy employs a neo-biblical rhetor- re- rhetoric, yes, a soaring, pulsing, always stirring diction without parallel in American writing today.
0: Fantastic.
1: That's an extraordinary, <coughs> breathtaking achievement. Like a conflation of the Inferno, the Iliad, and Moby Dick. <laughs> so I finished it. That is wild. I remember Joe Joey B, Joey yeah. B, who we interviewed, our only interviewee on the show. Yeah. Joey B's published another book. I just got it in the mail.
0: Nice.
1: Just got it in the mail.
0: How do you so write prose like we'll,
1: that? We'll
0: it. That's
1: crazy. I don't know man I don't know
0: now I want to I mean, now I want to ask uh, the AI to write something in the in the style of Corbett McCarthy yeah
1: yeah well he gets, gets sued too for copyright infringement well but the um, the book that I read before this that has a similar vein his all of his books are about people traveling right around the country America, that makes for a good epic. Mexico, book. Uh, all the pretty horses, uh, which was a great movie with a young Matt, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Matt Damon in it, I, and his yes. love interest Penelope Cruz. Oh my God, nice! What a she's, what a show!
0: She's a cute guy. Um,
1: and uh, I don't know what others of his have been. Uh, uh, the Road was uh, incredible. Uh oh. Yeah, I've just <clears throat> lost you man. There you are. I'm here. Vigo Mortensen.
0: Ah, okay. I think Viggo I've heard of that. Vigo Mortensen
1: in The Road. That's worth saying. Uh, uh, it is sort of like feel good movie like Schindler's List. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, gotta be ready for it. Okay. It's You know it's like oh boy So I get uh, I'm going out tonight Um, We should uh, You should do a clip Of of the young singer I'm about to see Her name is uh, Kate K-A-I-T Kate Rose And she has a uh, uh, She has a band called uh, Kate Rose and the Thornbushes I think
0: Um, That's a good uh, band name And I've seen her
1: stand up at places And step in Is, well, yep. you No, know, I don't think it's Caitlin and the Rose bushes. I think it's Kate Kate Rose and the Thorn bushes. Did, did you thorn, look it up already? It, yeah.
0: No, 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 no. But it, going from Rose to Thorn is kind of right there. Nice. Yeah. Kind of cheesy? No. I mean, it's, well, it's nice. It's what I, it is. I, but it, who I, cares? Yeah. I mean... She's
1: She is She's an incredibly musician And I I know her mother In fact Nikki and I sold One of our houses To Kate's mother And that's how we met Kate Well your name is Caitlin Right Um, But goes by Kate And uh, so I get to see her tonight At the Old Dog Nice With a thirty door time
0: I will look her up And uh, Put a clip in the show notes Or Maybe edited in. So here. that's going to be fun.
1: Awesome. I uh, there's a big, big, uh, big uh, political, uh, political legal issue became clear today. You may not have heard about it, or maybe you did, but uh, a judge in a civil case found that Donald Trump had defrauded for at least 10 years, hundreds of customers and banks, and defrauded everyone. In a fraud scheme, and is uh, could make him pay three hundred million dollars nice. for these for what for what he did, and this ruling, which will be appealed to whatever extent it can be, um, is happening at the same time that the local district attorney of, of New York, Manhattan, is having a case of him. For the exact same stuff, and so they already have a civil suit with a judgment, with the evidence, the bearing right. of evidence at the civil level, nice, right? which uh, is similar. I think it's still with, with a reasonable doubt. I mean, you can't, you know,
0: it, it's I, strict. I think I saw uh, this headline, and and I think I sort of rolled my eyes and was like, yeah, no shit, meant. no shit. He he defrauded some people, but. I'm glad that you know, it, there's some substance. Do. It could cost it could cost him his house his house is the other <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> oh God, this is I love these stories about him where he's just so stupid. Right. He's in an interview, but he's been doing interviews. This very uh very, very great interviewer, a woman. I uh, wish I knew her name, I can't remember the shit, but she she he's he's she's got him talking about the votes, the Georgia votes, etc. And he said, You need to understand something. I only needed twenty-two thousand more votes. I only needed twenty-two thousand more when you consider the states that you know were counted and this and that. If I had got those votes in these other states, and you know, that's what it amounted to, twenty-two thousand votes. And she says to win, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, uh, twenty-two thousand votes was was all I needed." And 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 she said, "To be clear, uh, you you're you're saying that to win, uh, you needed twenty-two thousand more votes." And he said, "Yes, that's right." And she said, "Well, isn't that an admission?" That you lost, if you're telling me what you needed to actually win and you can see this look on his face. Yes. Where he dropped he dropped his eyes and he said, It's a witch hunt. This thing with that and this thing with that and it changes and he goes into five different directions. That's a clip you can find. Well played.
0: I need to came out today. I need to find that. That's I love it when journalists actually
1: Morning Joe showed it today. I love it when Marty they actually today,
0: double so. check, and they're like, "So just repeat." Am I getting? Yeah. They they repeat what they said. They this... kept saying yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Sure. Every... yeah.
0: They should all do that, because then it's. That's so.
1: That's great. That's I love why it. they don't want them. That's why they don't want them the debate. That's for sure. You know, and the the debates tonight. You know, the second one. Ah, awesome. So only one one of the dudes did get enough. Asa Hutchinson. No, no shock there. Don't even know Arkansas who that is. Arkansas governor. Uh, he didn't get enough of the three qualifications. So it's... It's... Uh, Mat- uh, Matswami? What's his name? You know it better than I do. Va- I've, Vivek.
0: I've forgotten already. Yeah. Vivek Matswa- uh, Ra- no, Ram- Ram- Rama Swami.
1: And... Uh, Ramas- Ramaswami. Yeah. Ramaswami. Uh, and... Um, uh, Chris Christie course and uh, at the last minute the, the, the governor from South Dakota got in and this guy he, he his first debate they're giving the welcoming and he says listen I just want to say something up front I come from a town of 800 people and it's a really big deal for me to be here <laughs> on stage with these other fine people running for president of the United States he was so humble how cute and he was in a boot because he hurt his foot and he said, and I have to say that I must have taken it too seriously when someone wished me good luck and told me to break a leg. Yes, good dad joke. Who's in a boot? Ha ha. He did. He was. He didn't ever. He had a couple of things to jive in, but he was finding it. He was finding it a hard time to be here. In the meantime, DeSantis, who's the fucking nutbag from right. Florida, yep. who with Matt Gates probably were. We're, were you know were born in hell you know with, with whatever rosemary baby s type of history they come from freaking demons too and uh, uh, oh lord it's just a mess it's just a mess and his his standing has been threatened by uh, 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 Haley uh, Nikki Haley what's her name Haley uh, Nikki Haley Nikki Haley from uh, South Carolina, who did a great job at the last debate. You know what she said to people? She said, you people up here, none of you are telling the truth to these people who are listening. The reason that we're in so much trouble with the debt is because of Republicans. Wow. We have gone four administrations, and we added more to the debt under the last four years under Donald Trump than we have in all presidents. If you want to know what has to be done, we have to band together and start being good Republicans. Holy wow. shit. Truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She bumped up and now she's threatening DeSantis for second place in New Hampshire. 79%, of poll came out today, 79% of the voters, Republican voters in Iowa, 79% said they're considering another candidate besides Trump. Which. Oh. Will give Joe, Joe Biden a heartache. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden could get beat by uh, any number of those guys. Right. He really could. Yep. He, he can't. He 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 won't be beat by Trump. Trump's his dream candidate. Maybe his dream anti-candidate. In a in a peculiar sort of way, right? I guess. Well, time will tell.
0: So all that by all that by. Current news. Excellent. Well, you catch lot of fish.
1: And the and, disco uh, continues. I mean, so are they? Are they? Uh, are they partying in the pool? I mean, what's going on? Can you, can you get your camera over there? From what I right can right through s- your window.
0: Yeah, from what I can tell, no. Uh, it's it's just a DJ and like other places. I think there are people milling around with drinks or something. I'll have to go investigate. But.
1: Right out your door, huh? Well, we both have uh, we both have things going on. What time we got? Well, I got a heart stop here. You oh, gotta go. Time to go. Hey, Cormac, Cormac, hey, Cormac. the Corner, huh? I love it. I I'm, love I'm it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna reread because of this. I'm gonna reread starting when I get back. Um, I don't think I'll go to the Crossing because it's it's too. Uh, it's too terrible but I'm going to read uh, um, uh, No Country for Old Men nice another great screenplay in, in, in movie for, yes. which, uh, for which there were words Bronson uh, not Bronson is that his name? yeah
0: who the
1: director no, no 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 his father was a great movie star he's J- Brolin yes Josh Brolin plays the the, uh, the, the main character one of the main makers, and our great friend uh, 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 Javier
0: uh, Bardem. Who?
1: Uh,
0: uh, Javier Bardem.
1: Yes, Bardem.
0: Who is hey, married to Bardem. Penelope Cruz from a uh, previous is it, we, mention?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, that, these are these are great movies. Anyway, I'm out of here. All right, peace, Let's brother. Share stories in two weeks. All right, see you then. Safe travels, bro. Catch lots of fish. Don't drown in the many seas. Don't drown in the many seas that you're going across.
0: Okay. Okay, that's it for episode number 196. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm 196. It will be interesting to see if YouTube notices any of those pop songs in the background. I apologize for the audio recording, but there was really nothing I could do about it. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour, where at the Gin Martinis level you can watch a video of us doing this. Just pretty fun. See you in two weeks.